welcome to All Things Health and Abundance podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss different health and abundance related issues and come with real tips and advice. Today we are going to talk about relationships. Most of us have a series of failed relationships behind us. Most of us start with the best intentions in mind and then things happen and relationships start degrading until the point of breakup. And looks like some of us, me included, have been in this hamster wheel for a long time, that we start wondering if there is any other way at all. So today we will talk about how we can heal relationships before reaching the breaking point. Paul Boons is a certified integral sexologist and the founder of The Wild Man. He is an experienced course leader and coach and has guided hundreds of men to find their masculine power, presence and pleasure in their sexual life. Paul has over 20 years of experience in personal development, awareness raising and health promoting sexuality and Tantra. He has extensive experience in giving massage to men and women to release tension and experience greater sexual pleasure. He is also an approved NLP practitioner, journey practitioner, and has extensive experience with mindfulness and meditation practices. Paul has also been several times in the Amazon, exploring shamanic practices and plant medicine. Hi, I'm really happy that you're here with us today. Yeah, happy, happy to be here too. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Could you tell us a bit more about yourself and your work? Yeah. Yeah. My name is Paul. And uh, I think, especially since my beginning of my 20s, I have been curious to find deeper layers of who I am and, and healing past trauma, past stress, and, and to really go, go deep in myself and on my own journey. So it started with doing NLP and deeper inner journeys and, and then I uh, explored mindfulness, self-inquiry, and and yeah, deeper meditation and silence and satsang. But I felt like there was something missing in my life, and that was the bridge between my personal development, my inner journey with the sexuality. And I struggled in relationship. I struggled with being strong in relationship. So I felt then it was time to to explore tantra. Yeah, for around 10, 11 years, I've been on the tantric path, gradually coming into the shamanic path to, to really coming back to the heart and my soul again. Uh, what I want to do or is to support as many men and also women and couples to, to, to find their truth and find their empowerment and that they both own their gut and pelvic floor and are open to the heart and spirit and to live the life they really, really want to be and, and also have healing and beautiful relationships. Do I understand it right that it's about connecting heart, spirit and body in order to have this balanced relationship? Yeah. So you help people with that? Yeah, I think if we talk about my own path, I think I started to open up my my spirituality and I knew there was something more, but, but to really ground and to really, especially coming to the heart, but also coming further down into the gut and into the balls for the man and to really own the power as well. And I think a lot on, on the spiritual path, they forgetting the, the, the gut and the primal instinct and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, to, to fully own that is, essential to be able to be in life and to to share your gifts into the world so so yeah both the earth the ground and the heart and the spirit and and really now i'm i'm really working or when the when you open the body and and embody all the way from the top to to your to your feet then and the energy starts moving in uh, your body then then i sense then the heart is opening and 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 there is a lot of love you can really experience a lot of love and and hopefully live as much as possible in 
your life or our lives from the heart and then activating on the sexuality again to end the power but that the actions comes from the heart and the soul and daring to wait for the kind of the divine inspiration to come and then using uh, the rest of the body to to do what you really want to do and bring this love into the whatever we are doing in all our relations that's beautiful especially for me coming from a yogic and uh, a hinduistic tradition where anything connected to sexuality is actually kind of taboo so this is really beautiful this is really beautiful to to listen to and you said that you were working with your own relationships to start with right i think it's it starts with ourselves and to embody yeah. embody our emotions our relax our body sensation heal our traumas heal heal our pain and as i said i had been on my path for quite some years but still i had quite a lot of pain in my my body at times but it was actually when i really started to conserve my sexual energy and and not ejaculate and and really mm-hmm. going on that journey to to start circulating the sexual energy instead of ejaculating then i could use that sex, sexual energy and all that power to heal deeper wounds and uh, deeper traumas and deeper pain so suddenly i had so much more energy I had so much more I felt so much more joy so much happiness and just happiness for for being alive and so that was kind of really healing and then after some years on the tantric path i i felt also the calling to to dive deeper into my heart again because it can also be easy especially on the tantric path to be lost in all the sexuality and what yeah. on the tantric path is around polyamory and and very few of us able to to live in a polyamorous relationship and i, I feel there has been a little bit immature path of of the or the tantric field has a little bit in, been a, for me mm. a little bit immature because if you look at the uh, the kind of the indian masters and and i feel the the brahmachari is like mm-hmm. it's to conserve the sexual energy but it's about to bring it back to brahman or to god or, mm. or and connect to that and at least from talking for myself i felt i was a little bit lost also in the tantric field and lost in the sexuality and lost in the pleasure and all that freedom which i was all given and all that power but it's for me it's about cultivated all to more subtle and subtle forms and and it's about love in the end it's about we are here to practice to fully love ourselves and and to to love uh, our partner or whoever we are with and and all our relations and 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 the animals and the and the society and the world and and that yeah yeah we are here to spread love yeah that's it's so interesting that was um mm-hmm. that was the kind of the when i went on the shamanic path was that was going into the peru and into the amazon there it was getting so clear that we are actually here to to come back to our heart and to love learn to love and learn to be connected fully to our heart and our soul and and live that as much as possible and uh, yeah so that that was a, also a big change from the tantric path and the neo tantric field that i was mm. before that i'm so interested in the part you talked about when you talked about circulating instead of ejaculating circulating the energy but maybe this is a subject for another time really i don't know yeah, um, i'm happy to talk about it if you want <laughs> yeah sure okay then go ahead please because i mean they mentioned this in um uh, in the philosophy of yoga and different teachers i've met have talked about that but like i said in a very conservative way which wasn't really explaining mm so much about it but i've heard i've heard about it but not in depth really really on the superficial level yeah so if you want to explain a little bit about that i'll be really happy yeah i um 
So like when I'm teaching men, I, uh, I teach them how to stop ejaculating and that is kind of the, the first path, but it's, it's pretty challenging. And, and if we talk about if it's a little bit dry or from religions, it has been kind of been suppressed and you should be, you should not have sex before marriage or you just mm. your sperm, but, but it's like how, how to actually do it. And, uh, and do you, and it was the same with me. It's like, yeah, I knew about this, but how can I cultivate this powerful energy? So what I'm supporting the men to do is to learn to masturbate in a much more slower way. So it's, it is almost like a meditation instead of having this rapid friction and using masturbation in order to sleep or to get rid of pain and to, to relax, then it's to use the sexual energy in the body to, to fully feel it and breathe into it, go slower and feel it, bring the awareness into the body and, and bring that sexual energy through to the whole body and open the whole body. I learned them to kind of go much more slow and to bring, because most men are also conditioned to have porn. So to bring the, bring the awareness, remove porn, and then do it as a meditational practice. And then finding this way of window of tolerance. So not going too much into the arousal, but, but enough that you are aroused and, and horny. But then learning to breathe into the pelvic floor and gradually learning how to open your hips, open uh, the butt and to bring that sexual energy up through your spine and up through the top of your head and then circulating it back through the front side of the body up again and and so that you can have full body orgasm and spread this powerful force into the whole body and then yeah life can be become so much better so it's it is to bring the yoga so it's a kind of a sexual yoga that you bring bring to um to to your bedroom Wow, thank you for that. Yeah. Is that valid also for women in a way? Yes, yes. It's really powerful for women as well. And and it lacks science on all of this. And I actually applied now for a doctor degree to write about this because I... Oh, I really hope you get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we need more science on it. But how yeah. I see it is... It's like trauma is being created when there's too much stimulus, too much uh, sensation for a nervous system to hold. And then we go into fight, flight, fawning or freeze. And then we're going into the parasympathetic nervous system. And if you look at, so we know that this creates trauma, but I sense also when we are doing this uh, with a sexual energy, we are peaking, we are being more and more aroused and we're peaking that arousal so we're going into fight or flight and then then to freeze and the freeze is in one way the orgasm and then we go down so most women and it's amazing for many women to find their clitoris and to have clitoris orgasm when they are masturbating but there there are deeper as for men and for women there are deeper orgasm where you can stay in the window of tolerance, where you're not peaking, but then you're getting more into small waves or smaller waves, and then you can have the pleasure in your whole body and not like three, five, ten second peak orgasm, but it's it's like you can have as many as you want without losing the energy or without being desensitized on the on the clitoris or on the penis men. Because we have the semen as well, and even more powerful, then we need more time. But I, I see women who practice to learn to not peak on their clitoris for some time and open up deeper levels in their vagina, then then they can have so much more pleasure in the deeper in the vagina. And they can have G-spot orgasm, and they can have cervical orgasm and full body orgasms. And, and enjoy so much more and, and really heal 
heal their uh, vagina and, and yoni and so but that can take some time as well to and there can be a pain there there can be yeah many times where they have let their boundaries being crossed and being penetrating without being ready and all of this so they can yeah. be emotional pain there can be trauma there but it's to heal that and be willing to feel everything in the in the yoni and, and then more and more own your own yoni and own your own orgasms and yeah and also owning your nose and and knowing what the body really needs and what it doesn't need amazing mm. and that that helps one release traumas and obviously heal yeah. and i can imagine it it helps with creating healthy relationships or actually healing relationships as well right yeah it's i feel it's uh in one way it's one of the so almost main reason why we are coming together as men and women we are attracted to each other and 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 this intimacy for 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 that to be alive in a longer term it's, it's like when we are in honeymoon when we maybe have sex three times a day or mm. like it slowly slowly down or go down and for the men who ejaculate if you ejaculate three times a day and especially when you're growing a little bit older you don't have so much energy then 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 you become a yeah weaker man or not with so much presence so mm -hmm. so then the, normally the sex life dies and and, um, and the same with the woman if the woman are just being penetrating by friction based sex it's she's not really opening up her body she maybe give herself away and allow the man to just yeah to just fuck her more or less but he's not really feeling into her and not really opening up then she after a while she will normally start rejecting the the man and and also become more dissatisfied with him and he's not really there for me and and then and especially when the children come it's kind of she wants to have her own space and then it's difficult to open again so 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 she yeah so then they create this separation and then you're just living next to each other and become practical or you say like okay this is not for me a bit disappointed the woman is complaining and the man running after to have more sex that's the normal when yeah. the couples and and both are dissatisfied with each other and 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 then this distance become but if you can practice tantric sex and to really feel and using the intimacy and and using will of consent and to really share how do we want to how do you like to be touched how do i like to be touched how can we switch and how can we support each other to come more into a body and heal uh, stress and heal wounds and and how can we really have deep intimacy and then there is always a continuous practice to come back and support each other on that path and uh, and then their relationship can heal deep um, yeah ancestor wounds and personal wounds and, and that the relationship can can uh, can grow for for a long time and some of the fundamental is the sexual connection because there's so much power there if if that is done in a conscious and loving way so healing relationships that's there yeah yeah I, I, okay it's as i said it's like one thing is to learn this this way of making love and and to have tantric sex but i feel what we are here as i said earlier is like we are here to learn to love and and to love each other mm -hmm. and if i have my sexual energy I'm fully charged on that sexual energy and i'm not depleting myself or leaking that sexual energy to others or to porn then i have more of that presence with my partner so it's to mature that uh and to can i st still stay with my partner can we even though she's going through difficulties can she stay with me when i'm going through difficulties and and be a really a good team to heal each other and and come back to intimacy and yeah so to have that loving relationship and to know also that i'm i've created a relationship cycle model to know that the relationship goes in cycles and 
as we have the honeymoon period, we have when things are pleasurable, when things are happy, joy, when we have, we have spring and summer and everything is amazing. And that's what we all have learned from Disney, that that's how our relationship is. <laughs> but we have autumn and we have winter and uh, we have death in the relationship where we think that almost like if I'm truthful or if I am, or I'm meeting my own shadows, my partner meets her, her shadows, and that's where we're going to do shadow work for ourselves and, and with each other and, and to heal things which has been painful in the past. And if we manage to love each other through these difficult times, that's when we can bring the relationship to, to the next level. And that is mature love, or, or that's how we can grow. So you can see like we go through the seasons and, and the relationship is almost like a tree. And then each round we take around this, this season, the tree grows stronger for each round. It maybe feel like when we are going through the autumn that oh, now we're going to die now. We... But that death and that a little bit autumn and winter is needed for the, for the next season to come. And to know that we will go through this different season can really help uh, couples uh, but but it is it needs a lot of work from from both sides both from the yeah yeah that was my next question how do you do that because most people give up around autumn and winter right yeah it feels like okay now it's the end of the relationship there is no point to go on or maybe we feel that we have a lot of choices because of social media online dating so many couples give up around autumn and winter. What can they do instead? How can they heal their relationship? Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> it's not like a quick fix, but I, I think... No. But that's maybe a little bit of our time. We, we, we just want to be in the lust and, and like, as you said, social media and porn and all of that. It's so simple. It's so simple to have sex with somebody behind the computer it's totally different to to actually live this in in real life and that's first of all is like if you really want to grow as a human being and and as a man as a woman then this is this is the path so so what i what i guide couples into is like what why are you together what is this relationship about are you here just to have pleasurable and leave when you when things the shit is hitting the fan or are you here to stay to have a more mature relationship what is your intention and we tend to in one way being attracted to people who are a bit on the same level as we are and and also sometimes especially when you fall really in love it can be complementary traumas so so mm -hmm. if my traumas is fitting with and my ancestor lineage fitting with my my partner's trauma this is it feels very familiar in the beginning it's like wow this is so amazing find <laughs> now you remind me of my father you remind me of my mother and you're like or or the totally opposite can also be and there's like ah this is so amazing and then boom comes to another level where the you feel so secure, so safe in the relationship. And then it's time for the shadow to, to blossom and to come into the surface or where we lose our faith in our partner in some way. But that is normally something which is also familiar from your, from your ancestor line or your personal line. But that is when you or each one of the persons in the relationship are going to do the work. And that's when you're going to do shadow work. And so that's what I also support couples to have individual practices. So, so to maybe have a yoga practice, have a self-pleasure ritual, having different ways of doing therapy or knowing also your own story and what you are here to change and what you are here to heal. And also daring to share that to your partner. This is my wounded part this is where I, can you be gentle with me here and vice versa so we are conscious on that but still we will really fucking hurt each other but that is is like if you can say like hallelujah now 
now I can test if I am a man or not. If you are a woman, are you a king and are you a queen together who really take responsibility for your own happiness, your own joy, and at the same time trying to serve your partner without starting to please, because sometimes you need to set your healthy boundaries. You need to have your warrior or your Amazon woman to say, no, I can't accept this anymore. This is what I'm standing for. This is, but then first I need to have done my inner work. And then I, when I've done my inner work on my trigger, on my past trauma, and then can come out to my partner to say, this is what I want in the relationship. This is so painful to me. I need you to be changing this or that in order for me to continue this way, or we need to support each other in a different way. And uh, yeah. And also have the opportunity to say, if I or my woman uh, fuck up to say, I'm sorry, I, I, I see this is it's not the man I want to be. I want to grow here or, or the woman can say the same. So, uh, so we will make mistakes. We will step on each other's toes. We will, feel sometimes fuck i want to leave this this is so painful and but if both partners are willing to do the work and do their best then uh, there is a possibility to come into more of my own uh, strength and dignity and and, and uh, some more separation and also more commitment so that's for each round we are going through but when we are going through the challenge and shadows and death we need to work through that first then commitment is really needed and then when the honeymoon and summer okay then it's more for time for freedom and give or take a little bit more chances and stuff but uh so the more people who know that and that this is loving relationship and uh forget about disney and all the stories <laughs> yeah living happy ever after yeah. but after the autumn and the winter there is always a spring and the summer coming right yeah as long as you are truthful to yourself and yeah so you come up in the in the winter is often yeah it's good to take some time back to ourselves and to yeah to meditate and to find clarity find peace and it's a lot about self-love practices and how can i live and be myself also in the relationship uh, because we have a tendency to forget ourselves. So, mm -hmm. And so when we are kind of peeled another <laughs> layer of the onion to have the cliche, but then suddenly the spark come back again into the relationship. And then we can maybe have a touch. We can have sex in a new way. We can be in a new way. And then something it's fresh again. It's new instead of the same all, same all. So then I am growing in my relationship and my partner is growing and we are growing together. And then it feels, yes, fuck, I want to be here. I'm so happy. I'm loving you. <laughs> because when we grow, we, we become happy. We become joyful and we want to... Yeah. And we appreciate each other maybe more after going through the death. It's like, okay, I started to take you for granted. I started to project on you i started to put my shit on you i'm sorry and now fuck i'm so happy that we are on this path together so that's more the the spring again and let's have a lot of sex and enjoy and <laughs> and if i don't ejaculate then then the spring lasts longer and the summer lasts longer because if i ejaculate then again then it often creates some separation so yeah you mean never ejaculate or postpone it yeah, this is a good question. I have uh, I have come to like ejaculation is is in one way for me to to create babies. That's that's why it's there. Um, okay. So uh, if you want to do that, <laughs> if not, I would say as little as possible. It's of course different when different ages, and it's more difficult when you are young because then you are full of power. But if you can. Uh, choose when you want to ejaculate or not then you do that and the longest i've gone is like four years so uh, wow <laughs> so yeah and i feel like and the pleasure is the same yeah to be honest 
it felt more it felt very weird it was almost like okay my, my body has rewired from from ejaculating it's like whoa what is happening whoa. <laughs> so but uh so, but i i want to be if you think about orgasm and like if you think about peak orgasm clitoris orgasm or ejaculation orgasm are you able to fully enjoy it or are you just spacing out so what i think since i said this with the fight and flight and it's like oh point of no return and then, uh, and then you oh no and boom and then the freeze comes <laughs> <laughs> you explain it it's really accurate actually yes and then, oh, and then oh, you are not you are in one way spacing out from the body it's like boom so yes. it, it, so i want to rather practice to train my nervous system to hold more and more and more pleasure so that i can feel it and i, I would rather especially for us men it's like i can have 10 orgasms while i'm making love if my woman also supports me or more uh, i would rather have that and feeling amazing afterwards yeah maybe i'm becoming a little bit tired because my dopamine and my oxytocin goes a little bit down after love making but I can, I'm horny on my woman also after lovemaking and we can make dinner together and we can dance together. I'm still attracted to her. But if I have been coming two, three times the last days, then I am tired. I just, I'm not turned on by her anymore. So that creates separation and also oh, wow. kind of guilt in me is like, I should be able. So either I done starting to please her or I, uh, I'm afraid to show it. So I f go for pleasure outside and, and then either on porn or after some time, I, I rather find a, another lover in, or I can be attracted to, to somebody else because then since there's a new woman, it's the sexual energy comes more alive again. So we need to kind of face this shadow side of ourselves, but most men at least <laughs> have not learned it and they don't know how to be a really strong man in the relationship. And a lot has to do with the sexual energy. A 30 seconds break and stay tuned because we're coming back. Are you stressed, anxious, or in need of a change in your life and well-being? Start by booking a free 30 minutes strategy session with me. You can do that by going on my website adakomani.no and finding an appropriate time in my calendar. If you are unsure, you can start by sending an email and I'll get back to you. And remember, life is too short to waste it not feeling good. Welcome back after this short advertising, continuing with the same subject. Shadow work and owning your trauma. Is there a place where both men and women can start on their own before they, for example, come and meet you? Yeah, there are in one way, many, many therapists, psychotherapy and, uh, and this, and, and a lot of also different courses. Uh, who who teaching different way of doing shadow work. So, so there are, so it's like the Jungian was, was uh, Carl Jung was the one who kind of created the, the shadow work. And uh, yeah. there are Jungian therapy and, and a lot in the neo-tantric field and in the different workshops, they, they steal some of the concept and, and also working with the archetypes. And so, so there are, a lot of different therapies and courses who deal into the shadow works. And uh, I have a book, Romancing the Shadow, I think, uh, mm -hmm. which bring also shadow work from Jungian and, and also into relationship. Uh, now I forgot her name. Connie Sway is her name. That's, that's one book who really, really kind of brought me into it. And, and also what I really want to support relationship is around attachment theories is also really popular. So and attachment theories. Yeah. So emotional focus therapy for couples. It's also uh, the most used therapies for couples. And uh, it takes 
because it shadow works in one way to see how how have you been conditioned from what is your tendency both in the relationship and do you have like an avoidance or are you secure attached are you anxious attached or are you avoidant or a combination of both or both at the same time so so to just really see how this is playing out and how this is playing out in you and how it's playing out in relationship is and how that affects the communication and and all of that and that with also trauma and to to understand trauma and to understand the nervous system is uh, how that affect that the trauma comes when the sympathetic or when you're going into hyper arousal states that's when the trauma starts playing out so to learn all about this is amazing but uh, attachment theories uh, archetypes and uh, that is good and then trauma work and nervous system then you are kind of covered really to to see how how this plays out and there's many books around this yeah and therapies and and courses would it help if someone starts doing this work before they get in a new relationship yeah it, it helps it helps you can do it in the relationship but you can also do it before so to prepare for the next relationship and normally when you if you do this work before you're going into a relationship then you hopefully can attract another partner who is also on the path because that helps um, uh, but it's never too late to start uh, if you are in a relationship or you're single but how can can a relationship be healed if only one of the partners is actively working for it? Because not everyone is open to, let's call it alternative ways in general. Mm-mm. So if only one is willing to do this work and the other one doesn't want to listen about it, can this still work? Yeah, it can still work. So it's, it's, uh, but it's very, very difficult. And and the one who is doing the work will maybe after a while become a little bit tired it's like as as i said it depends what the relationship is about is is it to to some or a lot of relationship is there to just take care of the kids and and then kind of okay we forget the intimacy we we become practical we are just so if that is the purpose of the relationship it can work pretty okay but if you really want to grow and 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 see that the relationship becomes better and you're healing, if the one partner then is not interested, it's normally, and especially the more eager the other one is, it's like, yeah, he he or she can become tired of like, oh, I, you don't want to do the work, you don't want, you're not ready for it. So so then, but you should always be. Before you do complaining and blaming your other your partner, mm-hmm. be be sure that you do your own shadow work first, uh, because the easiest in a relationship is that yeah you don't want to do the work, uh, so so it can be a way of ex- excuse or excusing to leave the relationship early, especially for men, and also women have a tendency to complain on the men, and it's easier to complain than than to do your own work. So be sure that you do your own work for real <laughs> and then try to to bring this why it's so important to do the work why why it's necessary and say that from a non-triggered place but if the person is not really wanting to to do something around the intimacy if it's not really willing to go deeper it's like yeah what is what is it about then you know does he or she really loves you or or why are they in the relationship if they're not really willing to do the work um, so uh, yeah but there are different ways of doing the work but uh, but yeah i come i have both both side of it i have men coming that's saying that the women sent them and then they, now they have to do the work if not <laughs> they have to it's an obligation yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I have men coming also to me, and uh, and then suddenly it's like the women are not wanting to do the work. So, so it, it happens on both sides. But often they, yeah, those who are interested comes to me first, you know. So, but I have then it's the ones who have to, yeah, yeah. So it's bo- both sexes have this challenge, 
But if I want to really grow, then, and I don't feel my partner wants to grow or just living a, a different life, then why am I together with her? You know, or yeah. what's what's in it for me? And then, then I have to decide if it's too painful or too boring or too slowing down my growth. And what is most important for me in my life is it to stay with my. Uh, or should I stay because I have kids together or, or, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, that depends on each person where they are on their journey and, and their relationship and the story and yeah, all of that. Is it possible to heal all relationships, no matter what has happened, if both are willing to do the work? I would say yes. If you're willing, uh, so if you say in the shadow work, uh, if you're really willing to own fully your own pain, your own story of it and your own trauma of it, there is a place in the body, whatever you have experienced in your life, there is a place which is untouched by that. And I was said, that is who you really are. You are that uh, which is untouched by the world. Uh, but it can take some bravery and some to go there but i know from my own experience that some of my pain has has all there is a place untouched by all my trauma and that's okay. that is an unconditional love and then you forgive normally the other person if you can forgive yourself and um, and at the same time it doesn't need it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be with them or you didn't like their actions and you you didn't accept the way they treated you but you forgive them because you don't want to have the story and the pain of the story so that's that's how i'm working when i am in painful relationship can be working relationship then okay i'd go on a deep dive and finding and burning through the pain and sit with that pain and then it will dissolve and I will be free from it if I am willing to also own my part and, and also fully uh, yeah, burn all that. So uh, yeah, it's possible, but it takes, takes some commitment and willing to do it. Yeah. It's easier to of course. have the blame and, and the pain of it. And we all have been hurt deeply and I was like I don't want to open my heart again I don't want to but if that is my then I'm not really growing so so the feminine mm -hmm. part is about opening the heart like I've never been hurt before so uh, and then also masculine part is to, to love and share the love as I have never been hurt before I'm willing to to do it again and so even though my partner really trigger me and fuck I'm so angry at you and you're so disappoint me and I can okay I need a time out I need a break I need two three days to to face this pain and cry and uh, and bring it out and then I can come back and dare to open my heart and love again but that's that's the hard work we we are all on and uh, some are more willing to to forgive our partners and forgive ourselves for how we how we fuck up or how we are being <laughs> we have all been perpetrated and we all been wounded by perpetrators and being the victim hmm. i understand wow this was really deep yeah yeah it starts with you when your your commitment to to fully love yourself fully being truthful to yourself and then yeah doing the practice and building up then you will attract a partner who who can support you on that path and and then finding that balance between being fully truthful to yourself and and being in the relationship at the same time yeah. and knowing that okay it will after a honeymoon we will have a more challenging period that's when we're going yeah. to do it. that's when we come back to our own practices and then learning also practices how we can Whole space for each other to come back into to love again and that's for, and that's for me the most yeah beautiful thing we can do <laughs> mm -hmm. that's when we grow yeah are there also couples coming to see you coming to meet you 
or having sessions with you? Yeah, I have a, I have also a couple sessions and and often a little bit longer journey. Mm-hmm. So both on on Zoom and stuff, and and but also liking to to be in the physical room with them, and so I take them on a journey and have them together. I have them separate and yeah, coming together again and teaching them tools and practices how they can come together and and also with the love making and everything so depends a bit where what where the relationship is and and what they want to how deep they want to take it but i'm i'm willing to <laughs> to go into the fire with them and and holding the space for both of them to to heal and and to own their shadows and and um, and open their heart again so so this is what i love most is like working with with couples and uh, oh yeah and you have some success stories right like not in detail but something for inspiration yeah if you'd like to share yeah i have a few a few uh yeah good uh, examples and also people who have been on the tantric path and they've been been uh yeah, in a lot of painful situations, a lot of triggers, and and uh, but still have been on the conscious path. But uh, yeah, practicing or talking with them and and individual and fully becoming aware of their own how they create pain and owning their past and and then going in there and uh, and heal that and more and more awareness on it and and also supporting them on the love making. Because that plays out in the lovemaking as well, and yeah, and then they are on the brink of breaking up. But uh, after some months, then they have less fights, and they have ways of stopping the fights earlier. And so it's more more flow in the relationship. But there are there are waves. There's still waves, but it's they get like a like a, a tool and a roadmap. And okay, now we are in the autumn. Okay, now I do my work, she doing her work, and we come together to to do the work together, and we come through this. And soon it's spring again, and then yeah, <laughs> the love is there again. But uh, it takes Amazing. it takes 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 a lot of commitment. But uh, but what what is the choice? What is the choice? It's we. Well, it's putting in the work or breaking up, basically, right? Or no, actually, there's the choice of being together in a practical way yeah 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 and and what i said is like we have the eros and we have the thanatos and we, eros is the erotic and uh, but thanatos is the death god so mm-hmm. if you want to have eros you know that thanatos will come soon <laughs> <laughs> but if you never dare to go to the thanatos then the relationship will die by itself so that's why most relationships die because they don't have tools to really do shadow work and really meeting the the fear of death in the relationship. But um, so to to know that and and um, and then yeah, uh, finding tools and practices how to embrace this death in the relationship because. If not, we are not having that, then we take each other for granted, and then. The relationship dies in that and it dies on its own yes yeah so we are here how can i'm sorry yes continue we are here no we are here to to grow i think and and to to do this uh, no matter if you want or not we we will be forced to grow if we're gonna stay but some do it a little bit more consciously and and can grow a lot more and faster and have more good times hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like even if we break up, we'll find a partner that will bring up the same traumas in us. So there is not really breaking up. We just exchange one person for the other with the same traumas and who will actually bring out the same issues in us again and again and again until we actually deal with it, until we do the shadow work. Yeah. <laughs> that's no i'm mentioning it because it's kind of the story of my life so <laughs> it's easy to see it <laughs> yeah yeah but it's yeah it's it's like a it's a good video game you are in this incarnation in the planet you know it's a, i've been uh blaming this partner and i blame this other partner again and another partner 
okay, maybe there is something I have to learn here. <laughs> but it's like humbling, it's humbling, but it's your fucking yeah. fault. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe you should look at the constant, which is you, instead of looking at what is always changing at the variable. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand. How can someone get in touch with you? How can someone contact you? Yes, yeah, people can find me on wildmanprogram.com. That's the easiest way. Now it's mostly men there, but there are also some couples and I'm also planning to have or having some shamanic retreats and stuff. But if you, there is a form there on my webpage, you can contact me and can read about mm -hmm. sessions and workshops and yeah. And then you just send me a, a mail or a poll at the wildmanprogram.com and then you, and I will reply pretty fast. At the wildmanprogram.com. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, something. Yeah, I also have uh, on Instagram. I think it's just my name, Paul Bunz, and and uh, same Paul Christian C O C H R Bunz on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how you find me. But the best way is through the website. Yeah, and you can read a little bit more and but uh, yeah, and there is a possibility to if you want to have like a longer coaching and we can have a, a discovery call and to plan and set up some sessions and stuff so i can bring some different packages based on your need as well. okay so the packages are not available on the website it is after the first call yeah this right yeah this they i like to if you're gonna work me i like to work also with people for a little bit longer time but it's possible also to have a tryout session but we can have, if you're wanting to be like, okay, I'm ready to do some longer work. We can have a discovery call and, and then I can get to know you a bit and set up what kind of uh, coaching I think you need in order to make a progress and, and what you will get. You, you, because I send people PDFs and videos and different things, they exercises they can do by themselves. Mm -hmm. so they can go for three sessions, five sessions, 10 sessions. Depends a bit yeah. how, how much you want to commit to do the work. I understand. That's amazing. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm looking forward to the next episode with you, where we'll be talking about shamanic practices. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was really enlightening. I have to say. I, I feel like, at least for me, it has been very much eye-opening and something I need to sit and integrate for a while. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for doing the work and spreading the message and uh, interviewing people. So good luck with your podcast as well. Now it's your turn. Let me know what health and abundance subjects you want me to cover in the future. Do that by commenting on the post on Instagram. Thank you for listening and thank you so much to Paul for being here with us today. If you liked it, please leave a review at podchaser.com. Just search for the podcast and write a good review. If you have questions, please do let me know on Instagram. In the next episode, We'll be talking about being abundant in your choices. And remember, you are always creating your health and abundance. What do you choose to create today?